name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Good evening, everybody. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Can't just settle down. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, good evening. You can greet um, yourself. Praise God. Welcome. God bless you. Praise God. Good evening to everyone online as well. Thank you for joining us tonight. Praise the Lord. Are we ready for the word? Praise God. Okay, let's open our Bibles to... Genesis, let's see. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Um, so my our heart is still there's still my heart is still stuck on the topic of dominion. Um, praise God. And just there's a way that word is a is like a, it's almost a closed word that has to be opened up and we need to a lot more labor I believe has to be done for for us praise God and for it for the word to be interpreted and defined within every heart because every heart has to have a revelation of dominion of that word, praise God. Uh, so I believe by God's grace, we'll just uh, just continue to use the scripture as the Spirit leads us. Praise God and to see. Amen. So let's just say um, my heart is going towards Genesis. I think that's where the, the concept of dominion came, appeared first. Amen. It appeared in the first chapter, right? Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's see Genesis chapter. Amen. Let's read from from verse twenty six. Verse twenty six it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image. After our likeness, and let them have dominion. So, the first time that 
the man came on the into the picture when uh, in the scriptures that was verse 26 am i correct um that's the first time the a thought about man that's um came up and it was a conversation was a god conversation or uh, yes it was a god conversation um and where god was saying god was speaking let us make man praise god in our image so praise the lord after the making of man he spoke about the making of man you know in then he said man should be made in his image so the first thing about man that was said was about the in whose image man should be praise god <clears throat> that's the most primary thing or the most fundamental thing that god said concerning man am i correct when he so let us make man the first thing he said about man is that man should be in his his image and then and after our likeness now so our image so when he, he used the word our um he didn't this was of course this was god speaking praise god and so but god then said let us make man after the he didn't sing he didn't pick out an entity in the godhead for man to look like do you see that he didn't say let us make man in the image of the logos you know he could have said that and and that could have sounded theoretically correct right we wouldn't have faltered it if genesis said that let us make man in the image of the of the world or in the image of the logos mm-hmm. it would have aligned properly praise god but he said let us make man in and if god had said let us make man in my image too would have said okay that's also okay but and the scripture doesn't make mistakes like this it's very very intentional praise god so it says in our image so in our image praise god um then so he pluralized the those themselves uh, do you see that yes, so in our image so it means that man has man should or the intention in the heart of god is to is to for man to to arise in their image yes, now there's a way we've thought about this and we assume that this was was done that that the, what he said in verse 26 that he did it in verse 27 because 27 said god created man praise god Hallelujah. but that 27 when he says verse 26 26 he said let, he didn't say let us create he said let us make man in our image praise god mm-hmm. and verse 27 so let us create so and then even as of second chapter you are still talking about the making making was still going on mm-hmm. right which was that formation you see create then you see forming mm-hmm. are you seeing those two words are part of making mm-hmm. they are they are part of what god said so it's very clear that 
what God said was a statement of an intention. Let us do something. In verse 26, praise God. And then verse 27 doesn't mean that he finished it in verse 27. Now, it's possible that till now, God has not finished doing verse 26. Do you believe that? I mean, if you believe that, that's possible. So what we saw, when we say in, his, in, his, in our image and after our likeness, we've tended to assume that that initial thing that God made, that was the image and likeness. And that thing has always broken my theology somehow. That there's a part of me that didn't accept that what God produced as Adam was the fullness of in his image and his likeness. In this way, we've tried to make Adam fit into that, this verse 26. But I don't think that Adam was all that God was saying in verse 26. Praise the Lord. I believe that when God wants to make a thing, when you are make, about to make a thing, to be honest with you, you... And then you are declaring your intention about it. Most likely, you are speaking about the finished product. What should the end of it look like? Do you agree? You are saying so. It is not out of place that God is saying, is speaking concerning the end state of man. Verse twenty-seven. He went. He set to work. He started in verse 27. Am I correct? Yeah. But so this making, praise God, I believe it, it, will, it will include the fullness when man has arrived at its, the, the end of the provision. You see that, that word made. You see that word in a lot of times when they refer to use made for a man in the scripture. Is mainly Jesus they use that word for. Go and check it a lot. The word me, and that's the scripture, the Holy Ghost uses usage of words to emphasize something that is a lot of times is is Jesus that they uh, they use they're using that word made an high priest. Right? The word of oath which make cat the son. Are you getting me? So Jesus, Amen. Be made so much better than the angel. There are many, many times in the New Testament that they speak about the making, praise God, of Jesus. So a made Jesus is a is a is a made man. So when you think of a man who has been made by God, is was is who Jesus is currently. So any man who hasn't gotten there has not yet fulfilled what God said in, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Praise God. So God said, let us make man. God is wonderful. Praise God. So you're talking about, this is an eternal spirit talking, am I correct? <laughs> an eternal, so when he's saying, let us make, he can be seen spanning thousands of years and a project of thousands of years. You, you must have foreseen everything from the beginning. And he knows, he knows what task he's about to embark upon. He knows what kind of challenges will be on the way. Praise God. And so he said, let us make man in our image. So that thing called our image is a complex, is a sophisticated matter. 
you are talking about those three beings. There's there's an image. So it means that three of them have one image. That there is an image which they when the the three of them are they are singularized, then there's something they equate to, and that thing is an image. Praise God. And then so. To, be, to make man in our image and after our likeness. Praise God. Hallelujah. And verse 26 says, And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth. Are you seeing that? And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Praise God. Let's see. Um, that's verse 26. Okay, let's read it again. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit. We thank you. Praise God. He said, and God said, let us make man in our image. After in our image. Let us make man in our image. That's the first word. Right? Make, let's make him in our image. Let us make him in our image. That's what he should be. He should be in our image. And then let us make him after our likeness. After our likeness. Praise God. So, so there is, to me, that second part of after our likeness means it now, it now introduces the, the progressional phase or, the, prog- or the, the progressive nature of man's existence. It's where it, that place, I believe, suggests that aspect that it might not be a finished product at once. That it might be a progressive product. Amen. It's in our image. In our image. And make him after our likeness. After our likeness. So that is man. Praise God. After our likeness. Do you see that? After. So man is made after their likeness. To me, there's a lot in that word itself that defines, in terms of man's progressive development, the direction of man's progressive development. It is after their likeness. Praise the Lord. Are you seeing that? It's after their likeness. Then he says, let him have dominion over the the fish of the sea, then over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and then over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Praise God. I want to say something about this, as the Lord is showing me in my heart. Now, on the surface, when you look at this, you say that God said, let us make man and let him have dominion. And the dominion he will have is dominion over animals that were created on the earth. And so there's a way you can see this phrase as God just seeing man, saying, hey, cattle, come here, cattle will come. Cattle, die now, let me eat you. So, no, I won't fight you. I'm submitted to you. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. You say, I want to eat an ostrich right now. Ostrich from the Kalahari Desert. Start running down here. <laughs> no, so you can picture what Adam was doing in those days. So you, 
Amen. Amen. So, praise God. Hallelujah. Um, <clears throat> so this, having dominion over the fish, of, will you agree with me that this is not what God was at? This was not really, really what was stuck. It was, that was not the real thing. Eh? God's, God, God was not saying, let us make a man who can, who can kill lion, who can, who can do what? Eat goat and fish and Isewu and praise God, pepper soup. Amen. That's not what God was saying here. Well, praise God. God is saying something. God is saying, let this man be of a status that can that manifests as in that a status that manifests as an owner of the earth. So all these things they mentioned, the fowl of the air and all of those things that you see, praise God. <laughs> praise God. So all of these status that you see here, all these things that they are mentioning, the fish of the sea, and the fall of the air over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Um, so these things are, they are, to have dominion over these things. Let me, let me tell you something. Do you know that the natural man right now, the average person right now does not have dominion over these things? We don't have dominion over them. Okay? So that would tell you that Dominion over them is a high thing. Praise God. Right? And it's a high thing. It's a thing that's higher than man's comprehension. Man, there's nothing, man does not know what, how a, how can a wild animal come, come under him? He doesn't know how to do that. There's a, there's a way that the man's mind has tried to do like just normal husbandry, right? Uh, to rear animals like mm-hmm. your the animals that can that can be domesticated and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, but that's just is an artificial kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? It's not really really is not a real kind of dominion the, yes. the way it should occur yes, yes, praise god um and and men cannot think i mean there are all kinds of scientists who study wildlife and all of those things but it's beyond what makes animals will make the earth subject to a man is a spiritual thing that will make that happen. Because those animals, they are earth. They are extensions of the earth. Praise the Lord. They are not, animals are not spiritual. They are not spiritual creatures. They are, they are actually earth creatures. They are earth creatures. They are just extension from the yes, earth. Yes, so when you say earth, now earth, you want to say what is the, what is the best form of earth? 
the best form of earth that includes intelligence of the earth. Mm. Do you agree with me? Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Now, so when you see an animal, let's just take an animal. You see a, a give me an example. A dog. Okay. When you see a dog, that dog does not have a spirit. Am I correct? But it has a soul that is functions bodily. Yes. Now, all the constitution of that soul, including its consciousness, is made up of earth. Yes. It's earth engineering. Yes, sir. How many of you believe that? Yes, sir. So, when if you can peel away the layers of the body, the, the skin, then you're, you're able to go into the nervous system, the brain and all of that, you find out that it's actually earth mm-hmm. that is formed a certain way mm-hmm. that comes together, that can make an animal that has consciousness. Mm-hmm. I can, it's not, it's, consciousness is not spiritual. Mm-hmm. I, it's not, I, I don't think I can even call it consciousness mm-hmm. because in the way you define consciousness, it's not consciousness. Mm-hmm. Because to have consciousness, you must have the ability of reflective thoughts. There's, I don't know what the word is right now. There's something. The animals don't act. They have a program written into their flesh yeah. which they execute. Yes. And that thing is in their, is a program in their blood. Yes. Are you getting me? Yes. <laughs> and you know blood is earth too. Do you agree? Yeah. If you can, you can break down blood, separate the water, separate the iron, separate mm-hmm. the, it's all those things that come up to you. Everything you see in the blood, they are all part of the earth. Yes. So you can reduce an animal completely back to the earth and there's nothing left mm-hmm. that will not go back to the earth. Yeah. Yes. When you see an animal falls down and dies and then decomposes, yeah. there's nothing left of that animal. All it was has gone back to the earth. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. So it's completely earth. Everything that they mention here all these animals, all these animals, praise God, the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, mm-hmm. the cattle, yeah. then you see over all the earth. Yeah. Praise God. And yeah. over every creeping thing that creepeth upon what? the earth. So all of these things together are all earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Does that make sense to yes. you? Yes, now, do you know the same program, the same, the same, you want to tell me what, okay, what makes, what will make the, such maybe those animals or whatever mm-hmm. come, come to a place where they can, a man can have dominion mm-hmm. over them. Like the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, mm-hmm. verse 26. Now, I mean, what kind of a program, what needs to be inside a man mm-hmm. for that to happen? It's the same thing that needs to be inside a man for him to have dominion over his flesh yes, that he's sir. wearing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yes, mm-hmm. Praise God. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that thing is a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. So you see this thing, let him have dominion. Let him have dominion. Over the, that word, over the earth. The earth is the house of a man. How many of you believe that? Yes, it's the house of a man. So that's what 
the concern about dominion and, and flesh. He's, he's talking about a man being, to ha- being able to have dominion over his house. That's the whole thing about this earth. You see the, the mountains, the trees, the, the mineral resources under the ground, the crude oil, the gold, the silver, everything, all the, the things that men, we explore, we love, we go after, we turn into, into we monetize, we sell, praise God. Those are the, the things that we've turned to, that run our life here, praise God. You see, all of those things that are in this world, take the whole earth, all the creeping things, everything they mention here, plus uh, your body. Mm. You see all of those things, they are house. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yes, sir. It's house. It's, it's the housing where they put a soul, a spirit that has a soul, where they put a spirit that has a soul on the inside of it. Now, what a, a, a living thing does with its house matters spiritually. What a living thing does with his house matters spiritually. Now, the, the earth is actually a training ground. God didn't create man and take him up to heaven. The angels, those who God put in heaven, God has already interwoven the knowledge of handling house inside of them. They woke up with it. They woke up with the what to do with my, our house. Heaven is also a house. Do you agree? It's also a kind of house for angelic spirits. And, and when you go into heaven, you now discover that the pedigree of angels is their knowledge with what they are do, to do with their house. Yes. That's their, their pedigree. Is what to do with the, their habitation. What to do with their house. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the earth is, is, a more, is a physical, is a house that is more material in nature. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, it's still the house for the soul. Yeah. Yes. It is a carnal house. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. The purpose of the carnal have house is to train the soul on the usage of habitation before the soul can graduate to receive a spiritual habitation or a spiritual house. God, a spiritual house will not be built up, are you getting me, for a soul or a soul will not graduate into spiritual habitation if they have not fulfilled the program of learning, the cause of, of learning and development and usage of the word, the carnal house or the physical house or the earthly house. Praise the Lord. Does that make sense to you? you, Let's read this place again. Verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have what? Dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth 
over every creeping thing that creepeth upon you. Now, read, as you're reading this thing now, there should be more light breaking through when you are reading this place over and over again. More light will be breaking through. Because as you are reading fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, cattle, all the, you should not be seeing man handling animals anymore. You should be seeing responsibility. What is he doing? They showed him the realm of the air. Yeah. Are you seeing all those diverse kind of creatures? Yeah. These are diversities of natures. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. On the earth, the diversities of animals, on the sea, yeah. in the different terrains of the earth. Yeah. Are you getting me? Yeah. So it means that the, it has to do with the reason why God spread out definition of he defined earth, or praise God, into different things. There's, it's not just that alone. There's also the, you see the, the, the there's also the, the, the trees and all the botanical life as well. It's also part of the, it's all under the dominion, everything. Praise God. So you see also, you see everything about the earth. Praise God. The way the design is. The way it was furnished. The way God gave it expression. You know, that's what the Lord was doing from, chapter, from verse 1 of chapter 1. Giving expression. Framing it. Putting it together. Dressing it up. What, what is all of that for? It's the, God designed the earth. The earth is a training facility for souls. Of men. The complexity in nature. Are you getting me? You see, all these things that God did is to, when you throw a man inside that place, all of those things are to try the man. To, they are a school for the man. Are you getting me? Now, if you tell me all of man's transgression and all of man's sins that man have ever committed has to do with what did men do with the earth. The manifestation of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, when it started through Cain in the book of Genesis chapter 4, it, it began to manifest in terms of what he began to do with the earth. That's how when, when sin began to manifest. Do you agree with that? There's something about usage of the house. When Adam sinned and then God he became aware that he was naked. Right? And then that awareness in that state, he went out to try and use the earth to cover himself. He picked leaves, and then God said, No, no, no that one you pick, you don't even, you know, we don't even know anything about the earth. God now killed an animal, used his skin to cover him. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? So that will tell you that you see, that scene drives it, teaches the seed of sin. It, the way. The way sin um, cultures, the, the, the school, the teaching of sin has to do with the wrong usage of man's house. 
the wrong usage of the earth. Why? To make man fail his training. Train him wrongly. The same earth can give him another training than what God is, is, has designed for man to learn. So it's all about how you use the earth. That's it. what you will become in your soul has to do with what you do with what. Amen. Amen. You know, Christians, you know, we are the ones who trivialize, well, not just Christians, though, but men in general, we trivialize our relationship with things. We just relate with things anyhow. We just feel things are just things on the earth. Praise God. But spirits, they know that things are not just things. They know. They know that things are not just things. They know that things are designed for to... Things are designed to appeal to the soul. Mm. They are, because they, are, they were designed for to have interactions mm. with the soul of man. But mm. the way God designed it, it's it supposed to be interactions that are governed by his spirit. Mm. Then that should train man in the usage of his house. Praise God. Hallelujah. But spirits can, can then come and teach men abuse and how to use things wrongly. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So you see, until man's relationship with things are rearranged, man can never be free from sinning. Mm -hmm. A man can never be pure and holy until until your spirituality has entered into your relationship with things, your dealing with things. You can never be, you can never rise, you can never be holy. If you ask me, what was the main thing that Jesus defined by his walk on the earth? What did he define by his work? What was his, what was his the syllables in terms of the work in the flesh, in the body? Was he wrote the script of man's relationship with things, man's relationship with the earth? If you check the core of his teaching, that was Jesus. Jesus' teaching. So until this area is addressed, praise God. Hallelujah. You see, this area, this where to me, I'm seeing by God's grace, the, the anchor, the secret behind this dominion, something, this thing about dominion. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are we blessed tonight? So let us make man in our image. Praise God. Let us make man in our image. After our likeness. To means to pursue our likeness, to be after our likeness. That word after our likeness is that the school, the development environment which you put man in is where he's supposed to carry out his journey, his pursuit of the likeness of God. So the pursuit of God's likeness is to arrive at an image. Do you agree? Praise God. That's the same thing that the, in the book of Romans chapter 8 spoke about. Right? Those who he foreknew, he had also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. To be conformed to the image of his son. Now, it's very clear we know that the image of his son, praise, praise God. The image of the son 
who is that son? Who is the image of the invisible God? The first what? Born of every creature. The image of the invisible God. So this same God that said our image. So that son that they are telling you about, praise God, that you should be conformed to that image of a son, is that the, the son is the interpreter of the image of God. That's really, really... The real, the real thing, praise God, the real thing that the Son comes to manifest, to show, is the image of God. You can relate with Christ at a point where he has not yet begun to relay the image of God. I mean, this complete image, which man should be in our image. So any, any man who hasn't journeyed to this image, your part is not yet finished. You still have more journey to take. You can be a Christ, but you have not yet gotten to the thoughts that God had when he said, let us make man. Praise God. So that image, you see that in in Romans, in Hebrews chapter 1, it said that God was sundry times in diverse manner, spoke unto the fathers by the prophet, has in this last day spoken unto us by his son. Are you seeing that word spoken unto us? Yeah. That word spoken is talking about how do you relay this message? Mm. That's what they're speaking. The, the fathers, the, the prophet could not relay the message mm-hmm. to the fathers. You need an actual, a being who can, because this is not an ordinary <laughs> praise God. This is not an ordinary message. Now, this message, Adam did not have it. Praise God. Who, Adam, who was a creature, praise God, and who was a living soul, who was formed a living soul, he didn't have this image in chapter 1. At this chapter 1, verse 26, is talking about. You need somebody who is an accurate interpreter of this particular image and who can speak the image, who can relay the image to man. That, and that, this being is, a, is a actually a high, is a high pedigree. To be a communicator of this image mm-hmm. is a status. So he said that God in some times spoke to the fathers by the prophet, but as in this last day he spoken unto us by his son, whom he had what? By whom he made the walls. By whom he made by his son, by whom he made. That word, talking about by whom he made, he's, talking, he's, he's taking you back to the creation actor. The Genesis 1 actor. That person who was acting in Genesis 1, who was the maker of all the worlds. Praise God. Are you getting me? He said, by whom he made all the worlds. Say, who be in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Praise God. Hallelujah. The brightness of his glory. So are you seeing those two things compressed into one, one phrase? He's the brightness. That one brightness means is actually the, the word brightness there is not shiny, shiny. It's not shining light in that sense, in terms of <laughs> the way we know light. Bright means he's the minister, the preacher of his glory. The shiner, the one who gives it out, who makes it go out. Yes. So when something is bright, it means that 
it is it is in a form that can be seen the word brightness has to do with sight visible means that he is now visible so means that this man is the one who makes the glory visible the glory if you don't if you don't bring this man into the picture that glory will not be visible if they even bring that god here right now you won't be seeing him you won't detect anything are you getting this? so the fact that god is there doesn't mean doesn't guarantee that he's shining do you agree with that let me tell you guys something. you know that it's not everybody who goes to heaven who is seeing you know there's an image you have that Never you'll just be seeing God on the throne just shining, shining. You'll be shocked that some guys might be in heaven, they're not seeing anything. Uh-uh. <laughs> what is happening? Is it, is it, I thought everyone was one shining. We'll just be seeing the light from the throne. We want to blind us. They will give us goggles. Hey, this is the, heaven, this is the heavenly goggles. This is what we all wear here so that the, the throne will not blind us. Praise God. You know, you, the way you feel like you, are, you just go, you will sight the throne of glory. You know? <laughs> When you get there, you see some guys, I mean, just they tell you, man, <laughs> tell you, we've never seen that thing, no. Wow. <laughs> we've heard of it, but we've never seen it. May the realm of where they've not seen it, may that not be the realm yeah. that you will, you will, yeah. you will end in. <laughs> Praise God. They'll, they'll tell you that ah, there's a place like maybe, maybe the, I, I imagine the, Imagine Aaron, maybe in the evening, just gathered the Levites and he's telling them stories of how the mercy seat looks like. And they would say, I wish, I wish we can see it. I wish we can see. He was describing the glory, describing the experience, describing the shining. But they can never see it. A Levite who can live all his life, carrying sacrifice, helping the priest, doing everything. People are coming every, every year. He's helping, fetching water, everything. But he has never seen the glory. Never seen the glory. He has never seen the glory. Praise God. So the tabernacle is a type of it. Amen. So in order for anybody to see the glory, for that glory to be seen, a stature that can part the veil must be present. And that stature is the same. That's the man of Hebrews. That's the man that Hebrews was speaking concerning. Praise God. So that man is the brightness of his glory. That son of Hebrews. Praise God. Is the what? The brightness of his glory. And then, now of course, you know, the, every glory is emanating from an image. Am I correct? There's an image. So if he's the brightness of his glory... Is also the embodiment of the image. If he's not embodying the image, he can't be the brightness of the glory. So he is the express image of his person. Praise God. And see so that then that man is by him, as in these last days, spoken to us by him. So that will tell you that what the, the message of the last days. Is the message of fulfilling, fulfilling Genesis one twenty six? That's it. That's the message of the last days. That's the message of the end. Praise God. The, the, the end is to come to the beginning. Right? The beginning means 
the end is the fulfillment. When you've, you know you've gotten to the end, is when check what was in the beginning. Has it happened? Has it been? Has it been done? Has it been achieved? Then when you say yes, ah, what was in the beginning has been achieved. Then there's nothing else to do. The, so the end and the beginning must come together. Praise God. Are you seeing that? And that's how the book of, of Revelation is. Yeah. So you see in the book of Revelation, towards the end of Revelation, the image of Revelation 21, 22, is talking about the, you see that city they brought, they brought forth, is actually brightness and image. Yeah. Right? When you read Revelation 21 and 22, you are seeing brightness and the image. The image and the and the brightness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Am I making sense? Yes, <clears throat> so you should be able to marry the, this chapter 1 of Genesis with Reve- the end of Revelation. Yes. Now, in the, you see that holy city who is called as the bride, right? Yes. See, he showed me a new Jerusalem. He said, coming down out of heaven from God. Having the glory of God. Having the glory of God. Having the glory of God. Praise the Lord. Say having. Having the glory of God. So if it has the glory of God, then it has the image of God. That's why when you check it, the same materiality the same jasper and sardine kind of materiality which you find that God has is the same kind of materiality that the city has as well. Praise the Lord. Do you want to read it or should we go ahead? Praise God. Mm-hmm. Chapter 21, he says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Praise God now. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, right? And then there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for what? For her husband. Now, now the... When you see that, you see new heaven, praise God, and you see new earth, amen, the, when the new earth and the new heaven came, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Now, the first heaven and the first earth is the corruptible heaven and the corruptible earth. Do you agree? The corruptible heaven and where? And the corruptible earth. Now, what will make them go away is because the man who, the, the man, praise God, who was, the, was given that initial first creation has fulfilled the purpose for which it was created for him. Mm. Mm. 
Uh, means he has graduated from that house, right? What made him graduate? Because he did what? Can you tell me? He had dominion, okay. He's, he has had dominion over it. He has subdued it, everything. Praise God. The word they use for such a person is that they have been redeemed from the earth. They have been redeemed from it. So any soul that has not been redeemed from the earth cannot have dominion over it. That's what the book of Revelation is trying to show. All the different, check all those chapters about those company. It's talking about those who have been redeemed from it. And then one of the, the things they give those who have been redeemed from it is the dominion over it. And it's rule of all nations. Are you seeing all of you see the languages over and over and over again? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So you see the, the, the first, the new heaven and the new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Praise God. And I, John, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. That's very, very key. Right? It was coming down from where? From God out of heaven, prepared as a bride done for her husband. So it's not everything that's coming out of heaven that is coming from God. Do you see that? Yes. Now, but this one, for it to be coming from God is because it shares in the image of God. It is of that God image. Because it's of that God image, let's see. The sh- uh, again, let's ch- verse 10. Praise God. It says in verse 10, And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. The same thing. And then having the glory of God. Praise God. It has the glory of of God having the glory of God, then and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, as what clear as crystal. Now, there is a, a stone most precious, there is the precious stone, then this is the most precious. Most precious is, is not just precious. Do you agree? Yes. Amen. We already know what the precious stone is. We've, we've learned that. Uh, we've learned about the precious stone, the precious nature. Of course, that, what is a precious stone? Is Christ? What Christ? A full Christ. Praise God. But we know that the full Christ is the foundation of God. Do you agree? So nevertheless, the foundation of God standard sure. Let he that name having the seal Praise God. Hallelujah. So the foundation of God has a seal that has to do with the name of Christ. Yes, so the name of Christ, that word name means fullness. The seal of Christ is the foundation of God. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, that, that's, that foundation is what they call the precious cornerstone. So behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone that becomes a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, then becomes a sure foundation. So the precious cornerstone is the sure foundation. Praise God. Or it grows, becomes upon the precious cornerstone. They lay the sure foundation. The sure foundation is the stature of the Son of God. That's the beginning of the stature of the Son of God. Son of God just means the bringer of God. The one who, who actually... Who, the Son is the... The Son is Him in whom and through whom God is revealed. So no man has seen God at any time. The book of John chapter 1. No man has seen God at any time. But the only begotten son. Who is in the bosom of the father. He had declared him. So that role of the declaration of God. Belongs to the son. The only begotten son. Who is in the bosom. Our bosom is the same place. That bosom is that is a spot in God. Is a spot in God. It's from that bosom that's where this Jerusalem is coming from. When it says coming out of heaven from God, it's from that same place. Praise God. Having the glory of God. Verse eleven. Praise God. The same way. So, so this city is actually a is a son. Is like a son of God. That has, that has come into the Son of God that has the full inheritance and the full reward of the nature and of the person of God. So they call it most precious. So it's not just precious, it's most precious. Now, explain that word. What does it mean of most? When you say most, what does it mean of most? It means what? There's nothing more precious than it, right? So it's very clear that most precious is not just the fullness of Christ because there's something more precious than Christ. Right? It's God is more precious than Christ. If you have Christ, you have a serious, awesome, terrible inheritance. You have a if you, if you can have Christ as an inheritance, you have a precious thing. Mm. But there's something that a man can have that is, that is when you have that, hmm. when you have that one, nobody, there's, there's nothing any man, anybody can have that is better than what you have. It's God. It's called, so God is most precious. Praise God. As I'm just, as we are going through this, I'm just seeing God is, is just, is scary. Is the, I mean, how can, it means that right from the beginning, this is what he had in mind for man. Nothing less. 
right from Genesis. God never had any idea about man that involves anything less than he himself. Do you, do you know the gravity of what he said? Our, our image. What a, what a liberal, what a liberal statement. What a liberal attitude. You could have held something back. And God, when he was saying that, he knew exactly what he was saying. He knew that that thing called our image. You know, that's, he knows that is the greatest image. That is the most precious image. That is the greatest thing a man can have. They call it the gift of God. That's what John, John called it, right? So the wages of sin is... Sorry, Paul. So the, the wages of sin is dead, but the... Of God. The wages of sin is dead, but the gift of God is eternal life. The gift of God. The gift of God. Praise the Lord. The gift of God is eternal life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, this gift is, is hard for men to even appreciate how, you know, when you're trying to, it will take revelation. You know, it's not to really appreciate the gift. You know, it's, it's not something that is constantly, you're constantly appreciating. When you wake up, ah, appreciating, wow, eternal life. Oh my God. You gave me eternal life. You are. Ah. You are, it's not something that men constantly appreciate. Yeah. Eh? For you to appreciate this gift, even that the giving, it has to be a moment of revelation. Yeah. They, has to, they have to make your heart privy to the preciousness of it. That, that will tell you how, how, uh, uh, how wretched our sense of value, our value system is that we have to be healed. You have to be healed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Eternal life. How many of us really you love eternal life? You constantly. It's something that you really appreciate every single moment. You just you, when you are thinking of it, you are just appreciating it. You love it. You, are, you sing about it every time. You give a gift. You give eternal life to man. Elohim light. Mm-hmm. At least thank God for that song that helps us to even. At least when you're singing that song, after it gives a room for the Holy Ghost to, you know what I mean? Remind you and make you appreciate, appreciate eternal life. May God help us to appreciate the, the gift of God. That's why that, that gift, they didn't just hide it. God sent a priest who can preach it. A priest who can who has the power to shine the light, yes. who can be his, his son, who can be the, the brightness of that, of that glory. If a son who can, who can shine it is not given, men will never know about it. Yes. Talk less of even like what, appreciating it or even singing about it. At least singing about it we are, that we are doing is a start, right? Yes, From singing about it, we can even... 
you can begin to what? <laughs> to look desire it from there. At least there's a the hope. Praise God. Who be in the brightness of his glory. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He said that no man has, has seen God at any time. But the only begotten son. Who is in the bosom. Who is in the bosom of the father. He has declared him. That word declare means he shines him. He, he is the brightness of his glory. He is a declarer of his glory. If you, if you want to really arrive at the, the real revelation of Jesus right now. You want to really, you know, there's a way when you, you join in the spirit, then after a while, you begin to hear that man speaking. The, his pure message. Praise God. He, he, the pure message of Jesus. He doesn't teach anything apart from eternal life. So most men on earth are not even quickened enough to even hear him. That's why they, they wrote a whole book about men hearing him. The Hebrew church, they were, time when they supposed to start hearing him, what happened? They remember the taste of milk. <laughs> do, you know, do you know how much war must be fought for you to, that word here, for the, the hope of the message of eternal life to capture your heart, for your taste board to change and taste for it. First, say, Time when you ought to be teachers, you still have need of what well, that won't teach you things which be the what first principle of the and I have now become what such as need of and not what for he that used milk was unskillful for his is what a babe. Now, those guys were not babes, so do you know that? Yes, <laughs> Paul was just reminding them, look. <laughs> this thing that you are now finding new taste bought for. He that uses that thing is a babe. You are not a babe. They, are, they, were not supposed, they are not babes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what kind of wickedness? Who did that kind of operation? You, make, you see grown men, it's time to start eating strong meat. <laughs> then all of a sudden, it's like as you are right now, your age right now. Hey, praise God. <laughs> you lose appetite and taste for... And what happens? You now start desiring... Zeras food, eh? It means that some, someone, and that's wickedness, praise God. You know, all this kind of, all this kind of crazy things that we, is a joke when we are saying it. These are the kind of things that evil spirits do. They are wicked. They are wicked, they are wicked. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Say for he is a babe, but strong meat belongeth to them who are of full age, who by reason of use has had their senses exercised to discern good and evil. They've had their senses exercised to discern. Now, the senses that has been exercised to discern good and evil is is the senses that's needed to hear the message. Yes. Of the high priest. Yes, 
Do you agree? Yes, it's a sharpening. That mm-hmm. word of righteousness is a sharpener mm-hmm. of the senses of a man. Yes, when you see a man who has a, a, a stature of the righteousness of Christ, is mm-hmm. is a, a soul whose whose senses have been sharpened, mm-hmm. who have been whose senses have been exercised to discern good and what evil, because all the Learning of the, the learning of God are judgments. Yeah. Do you agree? Yes. When you when they begin to teach you, yes. okay, the one will now begin yeah. to teach you that image. What is actually that image? That image, any any sense, any any soul that does not have a sense that has yeah. been discerned, sharpened to discern good and evil, <laughs> cannot sit down in the school. Of eternal life. Mm. Because all of eternal life school are judgments. Mm. Yes, all of eternal life school are judgment. Praise God. How many of you are getting a sense of what I'm yes, saying? Sir. Okay. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. The eternal life school are what? Judgment. You know, judgment mm. is a... The school of judgment is a higher school. Mm. Yes. Is a higher school. I, the analogy I used before in the natural was the difference between your maybe your undergrad or even masters, and and then pure PhD. Praise God. The your undergrad and then most of your masters is the school of righteousness of your profession. That's where they teach you the righteousnesses of your profession. That word righteousness means they, they will teach you how to separate right and wrong in your profession. Is the giving of, of freshness, of fresh knowledge, information, tune you to make you able to discern. <laughs> Praise God. Now, in when you are now moving to PhD, your school is then is how is a school of judgment. Someone who has learned the rights and the wrongs of the profession, what can you use it for? I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Now, when you say the word eternal life, eternal life means perfection of judgment. Judgment that does not break. I don't know if you believe that. <laughs> judgment that does not what? That does not break. A judgment that cannot um, praise God. Hallelujah. There is a difference between God's world and a man's world. Mm-hmm. They are not the same. Do you believe me? Yes, there is a difference between the world where God lives in. Mm-hmm. When you hear God, God, and you hear that things about God, He doesn't turn, He doesn't change, He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That world is not your world. Yes, as a man, just as a man, it's not a man's world yeah. primarily. Yeah. Praise God. It's another world. Praise God. The, the nature that can live in God's world is it has to be a nature that has extreme perfection and superiority in judgment. For you to have life that is immune to any kind of death, you don't turn, you don't change, you don't fade. 
you have no variableness, you have no shadow of turning. It means that you have enough judgment to overcome every suggestion of turning. And what the suggestion of turning are not in a finite bank that they say, okay, <laughs> praise God. <laughs> it's not in a is not in a finite domain. Mm-hmm. Are you getting me? Where there's boundaries. Mm-hmm. Praise God. It's a boundless domain where nothing is not his life has no threat. Nothing can threaten him. There is no the domain of where his judgment rides in his supremacy of his judgment is an eternal everlasting domain. Praise God. Why? Because of the perfection of all judgment. Praise God. Now, when you step down from that and come into the domain of Christ, Christ is a finite domain. There are things that they won't put on Christ. Because of that, this Christ, praise God, are you getting me? Christ is, Christ is the exercised man. See, the real work is God. Yeah. To be really honest with you, the real life is really God's life. It's, eternal life is really, really the real life. Praise God. I, 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 I can bet you that by the time Jesus was in the school of, after he has, he has gained the, all the Christ inheritance, when he now began to learn the school of, the school of, Everlasting life. I'm sure maybe he would have even felt he doesn't have life at all. Compared, that's why he will be praying. He says, Who in the day of his flesh offers up prayers with vehement cries to him who was able to save him from death? And he was heard in that he feared. He was afraid. He was afraid. Christ was afraid of something. That there's something that he was afraid of. And he began to pray to his father who has resources beyond his fears to save him from death. Praise God. Hallelujah. He, he, he was heard in that he what? In that he in that he feared. In that he feared. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, so, so you see that eternal life, right, is the, is the, is the standard of, is the real standard of life. Mm-hmm. 
that man should look for. Is the real standard of life that man should look for. In other words, if any if man has not got into that standard, God will not be at rest. Christ is the stepping stone into for a man to begin to have a peep, a peak, a peep, or to begin to venture into the Realm of judgments of God. Do you agree with me? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So the, the way you measure a life is what kind of things can kill it? What kind of things is it in danger of you saw that in Romans chapter eight at the end, where Paul was categorizing them, what kind of things that the love of Christ can withstand it's not everything that the love of Christ can withstand, but there is the love of God in Christ. That one, neither height, nor depth, nor things present, nor things to come, nor... You're talking about boundless, everything they mentioned there are boundless things. That's the word of eternal life. Am I correct? That's the, the, the domain. <laughs> Means for you to bring anything that can separate somebody from that life, you must move beyond the realm of... of <laughs> and there's no such realm there's no such realm even I'm just trying to use words to try and tell you what eternal life eternal life is that's the so this is the realm where God is so when when he said our image that let us make man after our image don't downplay what God was saying it wasn't saying let us make it was talking about Adam's state initial state no God was saying something great in Genesis and it's good to, you must have the revelation of what God said. To me, I feel that's a very, very important revelation. Because imagine, I believe the devil has put a veil around that place for a long time. It's hard to see. I don't know if I'm the only one seeing this, that veil right now. Now, do you know that just the idea that God expects that man to arrive at that place is something that it's something that the church has been oblivious to for a long time. Right? It's something that the devil has found ways. Every scripture that exposes that expectation, there's a way that it has been religiously interpreted to mean something else. Beginning from the first point, chapter 1, once you open the book, the first page is mentioned there. But somehow, our religious mindset has interpreted a thing to mean something less. So we, all we always preach from there is how to praise God. <laughs> Our 
our image. How come we never stopped at that, at that verse and said, what is the meaning of this thing? Our image. Very clear something. Am I correct? Is it like? <laughs> In our image. And after our likeness. In our image, in our image, in our image. So man should not settle until man has arrived at the image of God. Father, we thank you. Bless your holy name. Praise God. Praise God. So this Revelation 21 verse 11, it says, Having the glory of God. Am I correct? It says, Having the glory of God. He carried me away in the spirit, verse 10, to a great and high mountain. And he showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, and her light was as unto a stone most precious, and even like a jasper stone, as what? As clear as what? Crystal. Praise God. Let's go let's go down to Praise God. Amen. Verse 22. That's the same city. It says, And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it, for the glory of God did light in it. And the Lamb is the light thereof. And then the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it. And the kings of the earth do bring their glory and their honor into it. Praise God. Now, let's see that verse 20, 23. Amen. Amen. And, the, and the city had no light, of, no need of the sun, neither of the moon too shine in it. He had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. Now, what is the meaning of this in sun and the moon? What are the sun and the moon? The sun and the moon are the lights of what? Of the earth. Do you agree? The light of the earth. The light of the earth. The Sun and the moon, the light of the present, the present light of the present. Now, they are the light that, that gives the revelation of the natural life, of the earthly life. They are the ones that give the instruction of the earth. When you see that son, that son is a dictator of what to do. The son is controlling everything. When you go to anywhere, all the, the fish in the sea, the, the animals in the forest, everything, check all they are doing is aligning with sun. When sun say wake up, they wake up. When sun say sleep, they sleep. When sun say it's time to gather, they will gather. When some, when some say it's time to hibernate, they hibernate. Those are for the polar bears. Yes, sir. Yes. Based on the seasons. There's no one of them that doesn't respond to the sun. Yes. 
not, not one organism that doesn't respond. The trees, all of them do respond. Praise God. Even the ocean itself, the way the molecules, the way they move, the, uh, even the organisms on the earth, the temperature of the sun, they know what the sun is doing. Its rays permeates everything. It's sending signals everywhere. Praise God. And the moon. So God created this light. What did God create this light to do? In chapter 1 of Genesis. What was the language of, that God used in, to do what? To rule. You said give light. Which verse are you reading? Which, which Bible are you reading? Okay. What were you reading? You were not reading, you were just... Okay. Verse 18, right? Okay. You said verse what? 18. What does it say now? The day he gave and the night. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing those things? So those sun and the moon, those light in the firmament are rulers. Right? The one, they rule by day and they rule by night. It means they are dominion lights. They are the ones who tell anything called earth what to do. Even it's the one who even is the sun that's even telling the earth, oh yeah, be turning around right now and then keep moving around me. Don't stop. Just keep going. The earth can never refuse. (laughs) But it's rotation around its own axis and its revolution around the sun is a law they must obey. The earth cannot stop obeying the sun. If for one day the earth said, I'm not obeying the sun, everybody's in trouble. I'm in trouble. You are in trouble. Our children yet unborn are in trouble. All the fishes in the sea are in trouble. All the bears flying are in trouble. Because you can't disobey. He is the ruler. He rules the day. The moon rules the night. That's how God created them. So those, are, those are, so those lights, the sun and the moon are dominion lights. Program. <laughs> are you getting me? Father, we bless your holy name. Give you glory. Now, Adam had... I, I believe he would have had measure of dominion. But now, I don't think Adam had all the dominion in terms of the dominion of the earth, the full dominion of the earth. If, God, if Adam had fulfilled the purpose of the dominion, they call it dominion mandate. <laughs> if he fulfilled the dominion mandate, then... I mean, there's no reason why. Why was he here? What was he here to do? God explained it to him. This is what you are here to do. Go and have dominion. So it means that the dominion was just starting. The mandate of dominion was just starting. But from where Adam was starting from, that was supposed to be the starting point. So that we have even fallen beyond the starting point. Praise God. (laughs) Where we are means that Adam's usage of the earth was just, just supposed to just be beginning at that point. 
Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. It was also just be starting at that point. Amen. 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 So, I, so I don't believe that Adam, you know, we think of Adam as a picture of the man who had dominion. To a degree, maybe. To a degree, yes. But I know he didn't have the full dominion over the earth. How you know is, how you know is that if, the way you know that the earth, that dominion is full, is that is the earth still receiving instruction from the sun? Is the earth still what? Still receiving instruction from the sun. Is it? Is it still receiving instruction? Is the earth still ruling fully by day? And in terms of, is that still the order of the sun ruling by day, the moon ruling by night? What Adam's job? was to do something, was to import another, what? Another dominion. The dominion which he was supposed to use upon the earth. Praise God. Okay, let's go back to that Genesis. We'll come back again to Revelation. Verse 21. I want us to just read it. Look at the text exactly as it says. Praise the Lord. As we are reading this thing, amen, it's not just stories, eh? There are things that you should be telling you things about yourself by the Spirit. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. Amen. Thank you, Father. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him, male and female, and created he them. Male and female created he them, and, and God blessed him. God blessed them. God said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it. Then lastly, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the head. Praise God. Do you, are you getting what I'm saying there? It means that for you to have dominion, you must have been blessed. You must have become fruitful. You must have multiplied then you must have replenished the earth. And you, then you have subdued the earth. And when you subdue the earth, then you now begin to have dominion. Praise God. Do you believe that order? Do you agree with it? Do you think all those things happen the same time that as soon as God just blessed him, everything just appeared inside him. It means instantly at that moment he just became fruitful. He multiplied in that instant. He replenished the earth in that instant. No. 
<laughs> Somewhere we just assume that this dominion just came like that. Was just no. Look look at it very well. Read the text, verse twenty eight. It said unto what what Adam received was blessing. That's what he received on the inside of him was blessing. The blessing that he received, and that is life in Eden, had not fully begun to manifest yet. It has not fully begun to manifest. It was supposed to become fruitful from, through the blessing, to bear fruit. Then when you've born fruit, because fruit is a sign of maturation. Do you agree with that? Fruit is a sign of maturation. For, before, have you seen something that bore fruit when it wasn't mature yet? It just started bearing fruit. No. So fruit, once it, that word fruitfulness is a point. Fruitfulness, that word be fruitful here, is talking, talking about you are blessed, right? And then you will grow to a level. When a team becomes fruitful, is a sign of its maturity. Then when it has grown and become mature, means it has gotten to the standard, then you can now multiply that standard. Now, do you know that childbearing, this is just a, a type of what we're talking about. Childbearing is the, is the result of fruitfulness. That word fruitfulness. It's not really, here, I, I don't believe it's talking about just the fact that you have a child. It's talking about you, you are fruitful. You are the fruitful person. It means that you have a, a, an ability inside of you. That you have a capacity to bear fruit. It's a function of development and a function of growth. Do you get that? Praise God. Now, not every soul that is blessed is fruitful. Now, many souls are blessed, but they, never, they, they, they don't become fruitful because they don't grow the blessing. They don't use the blessing for development. If you don't use what you are blessed with to develop, you won't be fruitful. Because fruitfulness will come from maturity. Praise God. And then if you are not fruitful, you will not multiply. That's the condition for multiplying. Is that you must be fruitful. Because God, when it's time for multiplication, it's still the blessing that is organizing, that's arranging the program. When it's time to multiply, they check, has this got into the standard that should be multiplied? If it's not the standard, they won't multiply it if it's not the standard. Because when you're multiplying something, multiplication means the replication of a stature. You are replicating a stature. You are replicating an image upon the earth. Praise God. Now, everything that the Lord said to Adam. Now, all these things here, Adam did not fulfill them. How many of us agree with that part? He didn't fulfill all, of the, all, all these things. He didn't fulfill it. Someone fulfilled this thing. This is what Jesus came to fulfill. Do you agree with me? What did Jesus come to fulfill? To be blessed, to become to fruitful, then to multiply, to that's the process. And then to subdue it, then have dominion. Are you seeing that thing? That is the part of, part of Jesus. 
upon the earth. Now, Jesus is doing, he's still doing this thing. See, in this course, I will tell you the state Jesus is right now is in the multiplication stage. When this multiplication stage is fulfilled, that is the time at a level, at a, at a particular level. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do you know that the man child is uh-huh. Jesus that has yes, multiplied? Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just man child. Yeah. Those are Jesus's yeah. on the earth. When the earth has produced Jesus's, yeah. that when you see them yeah. as he is, yeah. that's how they, they will look yes, like. Oh. Yes. Is Jesus multiplied. Jesus has multiplied. Because when you multiply, what will happen? You can replenish the earth. To replenish means you feel. Are you getting me? Take, to feel means you can dispossess. To to, to feel because you know that no space is empty. Mm-hmm. You, to feel means you have the capacity to dispossess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the meaning of feel. Uh-huh. That's what will happen uh-huh. this time. Yeah. To to dispossess that that casting down that dragon is a is a dispos is a replenishing yes. operation. Mm-hmm. It's for to replenish the earth. Then when the, you replenish the earth, you subdue it. And you have dominion. This is the, the program for man. This is what Adam was supposed to be. Adam was supposed to fulfill all of these things. Yeah. But Adam did not, did not handle his blessing well. Adam, you know Adam never became fruitful. You say, ah, but he had children. now. that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. You discover that even... Well, the way you know that Adam was not fruitful is that he was not multiplied. Yeah. Right. He gave birth. Every child he gave birth to was lesser than him. Yeah. And every one of those ones gave birth to was lesser than them. They, and they kept depreciating. It means that that was only a multiplication operation that was going. He was, he was giving birth without the, without the increase that the blessing was supposed, to, was supposed to give to him. Praise God. Adam's, the plan for, of God for Adam was supposed to stay in that garden because that garden was almost a type of the earth. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? The yeah. kind of operations of, in the earth. God created the things around the garden for him, mm-hmm. which was his own environment. That garden was his own earth, mm-hmm. the extension of his own body yeah. around him. Praise God. Yeah. That he was supposed to use. So he was supposed to stay there mm-hmm. and he was supposed to continue to feast on the tree of life. By the operation of the spirit, yes, are you getting me? Yes, so, what what capacitates you to feed? Mm. 
is blessing. That's what blessing really is. Mm. Blessing, when you see a blessed soul, is a soul that has been, that is able to feed. Mm. That's the sign, the first sign of a blessed soul. Do you get me? I mean, if you believe me. The day that, the day you began to, to tap into blessing, is the day you began to, you began to feed. To feed on what? To feed on what God has designed to develop souls of men. Not every soul is feeding on that. What is the food you are supposed to eat? What does, the, what does blessing chart your cause to eat? What, what table does blessing chart your feet to arrive at? Is the table where the school of the exercise of your senses is supposed to occur. Amen. Do you agree with me? It's the table of righteousness. That's where he causes your feet to walk in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. For his name's sake. For for the seal of his name. That word seal is a sign of fruitfulness. The seal. Praise God. Amen. Now, praise the Lord. Are we blessed today? Okay. Thank you, Jesus. So, so Adam was supposed to feast and feast and feast and feast and grow and increase and increase and increase and increase and increase to a point where it's time to multiply. And all these things would have been fulfilled mm-hmm. with him. And then when he now has dominion, mm-hmm. this is when the purpose why, for which God created the earth around him mm-hmm. for is done. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. He will have been able to, to expire the earth. Amen. Amen. How do you exp- how do you tell the earth that it's time to go? The time has en- is ended. The time of your existence has come to an end. Another is another another era. It's time for another era. It's time for another civilization. It's time for another. What what, what is that? It's when when a when in the earth there is the emergence. Of a more potent light than the sun. When there's the emergence of a more potent light than the sun, do you know what that means on the earth? What means it means that it means that you have on the earth life begins to be lived out that is getting its inspiration not from the sun. Mm-hmm. But from a different source, mm-hmm. you are telling the earth it's time to go. It means that it means that men, we have graduated. We have used you. Mm-hmm. We have used you, and we have passed mm-hmm. the test. Mm-hmm. Are you getting? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the old, you see that, that whole tabernacle picture and everything is. There's a way you can look at the tabernacle design, and you, when you check it, you, you see is a is a. Is a, is, it's a, actually an arrangement 
for the evolution yeah. of the usage of light. Yes, sir. Yes. You can see the tabernacle from that aspect. Is from under the sun, you come into a, a dark place where there's a light that shines in the dark, which is a different kind of light yeah. that should prepare you, just, it does exercise for you, for you to arrive at. There's an actual light that is a hidden that shines in thick darkness. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. But it's a morning, no? yes, but it's a different morning. It's not the morning of the sun outside, it's another morning. It's the morning of another light. That's the peak of the tabernacle journey. Yes. So what, what the tabernacle is the place, the, the wisdom God has designed to lure man, draw man out from under the dominion mm-hmm. of the sun. Mm-hmm. What is the dominion of the sun? What does that mean? <laughs> the dominion of the sun is just telling you the power that makes, that ties men to the earth. Mm-hmm. The power that binds men. Are you getting me? Is a power. Is a spirit. Is a power. The power that will make a man, a man who is not a dog, who is not a cow, who is not a cat, who is not an antelope, that makes him behave like one. That is what you call the power of the sun. That's the dominion of the sun. The laws, the same laws that are you getting what I'm saying? And where those those laws are anchored on the is the earth, too. <laughs> is the earth, yeah. Is the earth. The devil cannot do anything negative to his soul without using the earth. He can't. It, what will he use? There's nothing he will bring it anymore. There's nothing that he will bring. If let's say you dispossess him of the, of the power that the earth has over the souls of men. Mm-hmm. And say, bring something else to, to transform a man to what you want to do. There's no other way you can, he can do it. Yes, it is true. He has, this one has to come and marry the man's, in, define how man should, interpre- should use the earth. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. So the picture of a soul that has come into the dominion that God has designed is that, let's see. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the sun should rule by day. Praise God. Amen. The moon should rule, should rule by, by the Sorry. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The sun shall not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. What was, it? What was that? Psalm 91? That's what he was speaking about, the secret place of the Most High. 
you that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The say of the Lord is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in whom whom shall I stop? Snare of the fowler. Huh? We cover thee. Under his wings shall thou trust. Will be your shield and your buckler. Pestilence that walketh in darkness. The destruction that wasted at noonday. They're just telling you what the sun and the moon are armed with. But a man who is only seen sun, all he's seen is, ah, let's go and walk and eat. That's all he's seen, but he's not seen all these other things. He's not seen that there's destruction that wasted at noonday. There's pestilence that walketh in darkness. These are the things that Jesus termed as the evil of thereof. These are the sufficient for the day. They are the. <laughs> you know that was Jesus' teaching. This was just just was teaching him. That, that you see that day that you guys are just enjoying. Let's live our life here. And, you know you wake up every day. A, there's already a program written for you. You are going to just leave everything out. There is something. There's an evil thereof. An evil thereof that Jesus spoke about. Sorry, say that again. That was Psalm 121. The sun will not smite you by not the moon by night. Yes, that's Psalm 121. I will lift up my eyes unto the hill from whence coming my help. Praise God. That, 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 that place is not really saying I will lift up my eyes to the hills that from the hills come at my help. That's not the real meaning. He said I will lift up my eyes to the hills. He's asking you, is that where my help comes from? If you really check the real psalm, that's what they are saying. He's telling you, no, that's not where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. He said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Let's open it, Psalm 121. Amen. Uh, I'm just sensing power, grace, to break out of every definition, everything, every abuse. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help coming from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Someone was saying that, I can't remember who said this, but someone was saying that in this place, that either there's supposed to be a, a comma or something after, sorry? Question mark, sorry. After the, after the verse 1. I don't, know, I don't know if some translations added that, but... It's like it's saying, from whence cometh my help? So it's like I'm, I'm looking towards the hills. Where, is that where my help is coming from? Mm. But it says that my help cometh from what? From the Lord. It says, He will not suffer thy foot to be moved, neither, but he that keepeth thee will not slumber. But behold, he that keepeth Israel, neither what? 
slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy, is thy shade upon. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade. Is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth, even forevermore. The Lord will preserve thy going out and thy coming in. Praise God. Psalm, Psalm 91. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 91, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Praise God. None of us want to be in this place. Do you know that a man can be dwelling here, but you are seeing him every day. He's going to work and coming back and all of that. You, you, you know what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't go to work. I'm not saying that. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You can be under here. Now, where is the secret place of the Most High? Where is the shadow of the Almighty? This, 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 the, the secret place of the Most High, the shadow of the Almighty, is that what, what John called the bosom. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. See, who, right, no man has seen God at any time, but the only begotten Son who is in the bosom, the Father. That bosom is the secret place. You see this place, that's where, I see that Jerusalem, that's where they come from. This is their world. This is their realm. They are of this, they are of this domain. They are of the secret place. They are of the shadow of the Almighty. Men who are, who are abiders of this place, there's something they are. These are, they, have, they have tapped into the secret of immortality. Of the immortal life of God. This man, they have a confession. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, He is my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. This is not a quotation verse. Praise God. That all these things are not something you just quote. These are, these are secret things that a soul must inherit. You must have. That that this secret of the Most High is a lot for a soul to grow into and inherit that position in their soul. Praise God. So I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He will deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shall thou trust, and His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted. Are you seeing this? Day, night. Day, night. Day. Now, those are the, the realms of dominion of the earth. The, 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 the two rulers, they bounce you between each other. Praise God. The moon and the throw you to the sun. Praise God. When day is breaking, I'll you over to the sun. The sun, will, the sun will rule and bounce you back to the moon. Praise God. At night, amen. 
So you know that that time when you are sleeping at night, the moon is also has its own things it's doing. It's doing its own role too. Inside that your sleep world, there is a. <laughs> there's an evil. <laughs> you know, you say, if I say, okay, Jesus is not sufficient for the night, it's the evil. So even you, you think it's only the day. But there is something. What is the evil of that night time? Can you tell me what that evil is? <laughs> eh? Nobody. What is the evil of night? We know if I ask you what's the evil of day, you know you can tell the evil of day. That's why men go and till the ground and everything. You got ex- you, you can even use scripture, you exert your strength, you do everything, all those things, and you forget God. You, we know we see that as the evil of okay, what's the evil of the night? What's the, what does the night do? What is, what is the metaphor, that metaphor of this of the moon? What does the moon do to a soul? The way the sun calls the soul, come and walk. Are you getting me? If when my time sun is shining and you are still on your bed, something is happening to you. We feel like something is as if it's as if you are disobeying somebody. Am I correct? <laughs> the ruler, the ruler is calling you. you. You shouldn't be on your bed. Praise God. Paul. Solomon spoke a lot about it. guys who sleep when they should not be sleeping. <laughs> so all of a sudden, the poverty will come to you as a, as a what? Just a little, not even too much. <laughs> it means the, the sun is ruthless, right? So we can see the evil in that. But what was the, the night one? That metaphor of the night. The night is what gives a soul a rest that God has not given. You know how the night, when the night is, is coming, has come, it's calling you. Your, your biology, how tell that your earth is tied to the moon. You don't, you don't know. It's already, you're already yawning. It's calling you. Come here. Well, those, those are metaphors in the natural. Am I correct? Everything obeys those things, even animals, even the way you yawn. That's how the foxes are yawning, that's how the lions are yawning, or everybody. Nobody has the strength to disobey that thing. Have you tried to fight sleep before? You know, know, that sleep seems like a very weak, powerless thing, but it can win a strong man and slay him. Praise God till tomorrow morning. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Who's that? She? She's not obeying which law. She has broken that law. Why? Well, she's always awake at night. She's always praying. Oh, because she walks. Ah! So her program is doesn't align. No.
Praise God. Hallelujah. You know that you know this place, this is how this is the real reward. This is that secret place. That's the real reward of his soul. <clears throat> when the wicked are having their reward, your own reward is the bosom. Father. Praise God. Not for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is, thy, which is my refuge, even the Most High, my habitation. Are you seeing that? So you won't see the reward of the wicked. Only with your eye will you see it, but it will not be your own reward. Why? Because you have made the Lord, which is like my refuge, even the Most High. You've made him your own habitation. See, there shall no evil before thee. Then you see, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. He give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in thy ha- their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. And thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. Then the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and then show him my salvation. That long life is everlasting life. Right? Will I satisfy him and then I will show him what my salvation. Our salvation is eternal life. Praise God. Amen. Are you seeing this thing? Praise God. So the... The that image of God from praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That image of God which man is destined to inherit is the an image for a dominion. Or is an image of a dom is an image of is an image of a life. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. An image of an entity with a life force, that life force that has its own dominion. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, The way the, the cause of the pursuit of the, that likeness, right? The cause of the pursuit of that likeness is after the, it's after the, it's according to the usage of a light. The usage of a light. Do you see? If a soul, the, the greatest temptation 
of a man who has been given an earthly house is to begin to use the light of your house to live. That's what Satan came and taught man. The knowledge of good and evil. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. That's, it's just a program. Just, hmm. What is all of Satan's program? Use the light, the carnal light. Use the carnal light to live. Use the light of the outward, of the outward house to live. Do not fetch, do not bring, fetch another light. Don't bring another light. Amen. Amen. So it's in the usage. That is, so a soul that wants to begin to, you want to begin to fulfill what we, this dominion mandate of Genesis chapter one. It starts with an inclination, a test. And the soul must, must seek to a different light. It must seek to learn to live by a different light. Seek to live by a different light. In the earth. Are you getting me? In the earth. In your earth. While the ruler of the day and the night are calling for your attention. While they have its program is, which is interwoven into your body. It has its own law it wants to do. That's what Paul was fighting against in Romans chapter 7. He said, I found out there was a law in my member. Who, who was dictating that law of the members? It's the law of the outward life. The law of the carnal life. Amen. It's a powerful thing, though. That is the thing that made the Hebrew church say they want to start drinking milk. Turn them upside down. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, why would, they want to be, why would they want to be drinking milk? Why? Because milk aligns with the... With the milk is the carnal food. Milk flows with the earth. It flows... The, the pattern of milk aligns with earth arrangement. Are you getting me? It's, milk does not tamper with... The milk does, is not another light. No. By the time you are still using milk, they've not brought another light yes, to sir. you yet. Yes, they are just trying to help you arrange yourself with the present light, but with some kind of guidance. Mm-hmm. Hel- they are helping you how best to utilize the present light. Yeah. Yeah. Are you getting me? But they've not changed the, the light. Yes. But I will tell you that this, the force that pulls, that makes men, make you want to leave the natural order, the natural cause is very, very powerful. Yeah. But if you, are, if you want to, if you want the, to fulfill the purpose of your life, mm-hmm. of your existence, mm-hmm. the, that f- battle must be, what is it, it's a constant battle you must be fighting every, constantly every time. Mm-hmm. It's why to measure out your walk. Mm-hmm. By another light. Yes. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Am I making some sense yes, to you? Yes, I think time has gone. So you see that Revelation chapter 22. 
let's just finish within that and 21 sorry and then we can we can go for tonight it says that amen, amen. see i saw no temple therein for the lord god almighty and the lamb are the temple of it and the city had no need of the sun neither of the moon to shine on it for why the glory of god delighting it and the lamb is the light thereof praise god Amen. so that's why this is the this the state of a a being a soul or a nature that has expired the influence of the sun of the moon it means that the sun on the moon he said he had no need i love the language of the holy ghost here it means that they passed the need. He had no need for the sun or the moon. For you to have no need of the sun or the moon, it means that you have been established in an alternate light. Yeah. If the sun and the moon comes and then while it is giving out instruction, you still, it still finds need and appeal in your heart, then you are in trouble. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, I say, for the glory of the God did light in and the Lamb. Now, you see, you see the, I love that word, the Lamb did light, was the light thereof. Mm. Remember those men who were redeemed from the earth? Mm. What, what is another property of them dimension in chapter 14? He said, These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. Now, what a man follows is his light. Mm. Mm. Now, the, that's, what ma- that's how they, they were redeemed yeah. from the earth. Yes, it's by the following of the light. That they follow the lamb. That word following, with that soever, means careful following mm. of him. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, the lamb is the light thereof. Mm. Now, the glory of God did lighten it. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then the Lamb is the light thereof. Those are not the same thing. Mm. They are not the same thing. Mm. There is a glory which lighten it. Mm-hmm. That word glory, that lighten it, means it is also, this city, praise God, Hallelujah. is also a, a bearer mm. of the glory. Yes. Mm. Means that this city is also the brightness yeah. of his glory. Yeah. It also shines the glory. It means from afar, it can call. It can also minister the glory. Mm-hmm. It's for the ministration of this glory. Mm-hmm. That is why it descended out of heaven mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually coming, praise God. You see, out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. It's coming down. It's, actually, it's coming down in the ministerial capacity. To, to bear the glory. To shine the glory. Are you getting me? Praise God. Hallelujah. But that, you see that glory is able to shine. That brightness of his glory. It has an, it's a city that is shining. You can see it emanates glory. But it has this, an inward secret. <laughs> There's an inward secret. What is the inward secret? He's not talking about it's shining now. He's saying the light which it is using, yeah. it's its own usage. The light is the lamb, is the light thereof. Mm. Praise God. Now, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. 
Nobody can use God as a light. No man can use God as a light. You can't. In fact, if you are just a man and I'm saying this is the light of God, use it. You won't see anything there. Because you can't interpret that. It doesn't, God, you can't use raw God raw as a light. No man can do that. But a man can use the lamb as a light. The lamb is a light. The lamb of God is a light. The lamb is the light of men. That's why those men can follow. They followed and followed and followed and followed until they were redeemed from the earth. They followed him out of the earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. <laughs> Amen. 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 So you see, this thing called the lamb thereof. The lamb is the light thereof. So that word light thereof is, means the inward light. The one that they, they study. The one that they use. The one that they meditate upon. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. The one that they meditate upon. The, that, the one who... The one who can convey the message, mm. the one who can teach it, is mm. also the opener of the book. Yes. That's the only, no man could take the book. So God sat. He, that God who was sitting, is, he is not a revelation. Yes, sir. He's just sitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't study him. Mm, yes, sir. <laughs> right? Yes, sir. That's why John was crying. Ah. Am I correct? Yeah. You can't study him. You can't. You, 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 where do, how do you study a sardine stone? Praise God. That, amen. amen. So there's a difference between that glory. You don't study glory. Hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. You don't what, study glory. For you to have glory, the brightness of the glory must be taught. It must, that glory must be explained. The lamb is the explainer of the, the image that behind the glory. Mm-hmm. If you want to just study glory, you cannot. Mm-hmm. You must study. When you study the image, by studying the image, that image can become an inheritance. Mm-hmm. Then the glory emerges. It's the image that's given. Yes. Are you getting me? Yes. The lamb is the teacher, the embodiment of the content of the image, yes. which is what the book was what was containing. So you see that book is the book of redemption. I correct. When you open it, they began to sing the song of redemption. That's what they now say. He has redeemed us from every tribe and every time. May God prince our king and we shall reign on the earth. Praise God. Am, am I correct? Amen. So that so you see this following the lamb. Following the lamb. Amen. Amen. Is by that following the lamb, that's how you import a different light. Mm. The lamb is the other light. Is the light that opens up the soul yes, to, to dominion. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you getting me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see that lamb nature, lamb nature, lamb nature, lamb nature. That lamb nature is the light of man. Is the nature that men ought to live in men ought to study that nature. 
The, the image of a lamb, the, the nature of the lamb is, I see that lamb, that meek lamb. Um, the nature of the lamb the, or the idea of that nature is, 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 like a, is an animal who is an animal who I see that lamb walking. His life, the lamb life. Are you seeing lamb life? The, the, that lamb life is an emblem. It's an, it's an emblem, it's a metaphor, an emblem of victory over the sun and the moon. Over the light that runs. The lamb is innocent of the life that creatures are living. Are you seeing that small lamb? Check go and study about the lamb. A lamb, everything must be done for it. In fact, the lamb is more innocent than the sheep, even. You mean that just that, that see that baby lamb? The lamb cannot do anything. It cannot think for itself. It doesn't do anything for itself. It can't feed for itself. It can't eat for itself. It can't do anything for itself. It's innocent. Praise God. The lamb is the animal. A lamb. Let me, let me tell you something. A lamb is not a sheep. A lamb, a sheep, you lead sheep to pasture. A shepherd carries a lamb in his bosom. Right? The, the bosom of the shepherd is the inheritance of the lamb. It's a higher place than where the sheep is doing. The sheep is an innocent animal, but it's not fully innocent. Do you know that? Every food that the lamb eats, the shepherd, they have to be feeding. You have to they cradle the lamb. Like. Praise God. So you see that secret place of the Most High, one of the shadow of the Almighty, is talking about the, he that dwells there is the lamb nature that dwells in that position. And they're telling you, you see, that nature of the lamb is actually a light. That lamb is the understanding of the city. That's their, that's their knowledge. Any entity that does not have that inward configuration cannot have the glory of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. For the lamb to take this, the book out of the hand of him that sat, it means that what is inside the book is inside him. Amen. They didn't say, the, what is the lamb to take the book to read it and study it? No. It's what's inside that book that made him a lamb. That's how he became a lamb. Yeah. Means he already has it. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his servants. He came and took the book and then he opened the seal and, and praised the Lord. And then all, p- people who benefit from it began to sing. Yeah. Uh, worthy is the lamb. Worthy is the lamb. Worthy. What does it mean worthy? It means that he, him and the book, they are the same. He's worthy of the book. The book is worthy of him because the content of the book is inside him. It means he has inside him is all the light in the book. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You see that book that you're talking about, taking that book is a the ability to take that book is an authority. Mm-hmm. 
Praise God. It's an authority. No other person can take it. They, they, they didn't just say a lamb took it. They told you which lamb. They said this lamb is the lion of the tribe of Judah. More specifically, he's the root of David. So they are talking about Jesus Christ, who came and took the book from the hand. Nobody could take it. That's so no one, no one is asking you to go and take the book and open the seals. <laughs> you cannot. Praise God for people who break seals. I don't have, <laughs> you know some guys are anointed, they tell you they can break the seals and all. Anointed to break seals. You don't have no, that seal, only one man can break it and it's already broken. <laughs> to those who are, who, are, who are his subjects, praise God. So, boy, he's broken it. So, you are not, it's not, the, your job is not to open the book, to read the book. For him, the, it's, it's written, though I come in the volume of the book, it's written, I agree, and all that. There's a sense about Jesus when it comes to taking the book. So, your job is not to take the book from the hand of him that sat. Your job is to follow the Lamb. Are you getting me? So who you read is the lamb. The nature that you read is the lamb. The lamb is the embodiment of all the light of God. The lamb is the embodiment of the light of the eternal light. You see that? He who had immortality dwelling in a light with no man. Of course, no man can approach that light. No man can approach it. But there is a way you can get it. Is a, a lamb who is the brightness of his glory, the express image of his of his person. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So uh, the Lord wants to set us up and give us set us on the cause of victory. Victory over what? Victory over our house. How do you have victory over your house? You must be using a a, a light higher than. The, the program, the light that your house is programmed to obey. Are you getting me? Any of you who is wondering, why, why, why don't you just naturally walk in the spirit? Naturally just flow with God. It's simple because the house you are trying to gather to flow with God has another law. Another light leads it. Another program runs it. It's, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is programmed to obey something else. The only way that you can make it serve another master is you must have access to another light. Inwardly. Do you know that during your day, just as you are living on the earth, you can be reading the lamb and living. That's how you are supposed to be living. You are supposed to be reading the lamb, the, the ghost, the Holy Ghost inside of you, interpreting the lamb to you on the inside. Based on that, instructions are coming for your flesh. For your body, if you conjure up um, holiness and and tell your flesh to do it, your flesh will not answer you. You can't force your flesh to do do a conjured up thing. It is the flesh. (laughs) What is who is obeying is a master, is a ruler somewhere. Is a law. Praise God. It will take a higher light. You must be reading another life. You must be sighting another life. You must be seeing another light, another nature. By as that nature has been interpreted to you, you are able to, it's able to roll out instruction for your, for your body. 
and your body cannot disobey. Your body cannot disobey. Your earth cannot disobey the light of the Lamb. It's by, by that light, that's how Jesus took his own earth to the cross. It was through that, this, the, the light of the book. Say, lo, it is written of, here I come in the volume of the book. It's written of me to do your will, O oh God. That was the writing of the book which he read and was able to surrender his earth fully to God. Praise God. It's the same program. The Holy Ghost, praise God, is able to interpret that lamb to you. And when you are gaining revelation from that source, you are using a light of the future. You are using a light, the light which the future age, the light of an age higher and better than the present. Instruction from another realm, praise God, is what? The, the same way in chapter 21, they say that the first heaven passed away. I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first one passed away. What made it pass away? It's because of what? Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Don't live without the light. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shined for the darkness, and darkness comprehended. You know. So this is the true light, what? Every man commit into the world. The true light that lighted. True light that lighted. True light that lighted. True light. This is the true light. Light, 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 light. Light, light, thank you, Jesus. Light, 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 an influx. See an influx of light. Let there be an influx, an increase, an influx of light. Every soul that has not been seeing this light, that has not been gaining from this light, that has not been fetching from this light, Lord, may ability, the grace, the grace to fetch, to read this light, to read this nature, to read this lamb. May he begin to, to become available Amen. to every soul, Amen. every soul, to every heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You must behold him. If you don't behold him, you can't handle, you can't deal with sin. Praise God. That was an inspired statement from John. Am I correct? An inspired statement. He didn't say, worship the Lamb, even though that would have been accurate. He didn't say, serve him, pay homage to him. No. He said, behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. It means that removal of sin has to do with beholding the Lamb. Sighting, seeing. If you want your sins to be removed, by sin I mean how you are living what you are doing with your house. You can't deal with that thing except the inward beholding of the Lamb. It's in the beholding of the Lamb that the sins of the world are taken away. Amen. Amen. Are we ready to behold? Let's just begin to pray.
of his life will begin to break through to our heart, to our mind, to our consciousness. Even more, Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the empowerment of every heart, every soul, to begin to pay attention to this light. That no matter where souls are found, there will be an extension in measures and in degrees of this light. Thank you, Father, for our journey in light. Thank you for you have made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. For from light to light, the path of the just is as a light that shines brighter and brighter unto a perfect, perfect day. Lord, may every heart, that's my prayer tonight, find their light. Amen. Every soul find their light. Amen. May every heart begin to experience the shining for some of us as the light that shines for us in a dark place. Until the day will dawn and the day star will arise Amen. in our heart. Thank you, Father. You will bring us all to that glorious day when the light of the Lamb, the Lamb himself, has become our light. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory to your name. Holy Spirit, take this word. Use it as you please, as you will, in the hearts of your people. Make it continue to increase and to minister and to bless. Thank you, our Father. We give you all the glory. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for the blessing and for your word and your speaking. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells 